Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Ashrak. And I am Iron Man. And this week we're talking about a little indie picture called Avengers Endgame. Uh, so Spoilers ahead. Yeah, spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie, just keep this stashed away until after uh, you've watched it. No, just, just yeah. keep listening. Yeah. Uh, by the way, my name is Matt Golden, and I want to make sure I get my royalties check. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Alex Eschback, and I will also take Matt's royalties check. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Um, I'm assuming you guys just heard Time by Pink Floyd. I think Alex said he secured the rights to it. We played that as the intro because this is going to involve some MF and time travel. I would never use Pink Floyd. Uh, <laughs> I would rather use Time After Time. Uh, oh, so much yeah. a better choice. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Or just the theme song of Time Bandits. I don't remember if Time Bandits had a theme song, but it's just it's just the first hour and forty minutes of that film playing audio. Let's only. just write one real quick, in case I don't have one. Time Bandits. Bam! There it is. Okay. Perfect. That's our latest billion dollar idea. <laughs> uh, so okay, what? How soon after release did you see this movie? Oh, my God. So, as I talked about in our last or next episode, depending on when this is releasing, I don't know. Um, I had friends in from out of town. A lot of them. I had three different people and a child staying at my house. So, I was unable to leave. I was one of those dum-dums that couldn't go see it on They literally could not have picked a worse weekend for Matt. Because not only was Avengers Endgame, but his beloved Dallas Stars are finally the second round of the playoffs, and he had to miss those games too. Yeah, it's like the second time they've been in that round in like a decade almost. So there you is know, literally, screw me, right? He has made no greater sac- no greater sacrifices for friendship than anyone else ever has. Yeah, yeah. missing the Avengers. I've missed two Stars yeah. games. It's you know what, yeah. whatever, whatever. Let's just get into this stupid movie. I bet flights for like a dollar during Avengers Endgame weekend because nobody's <laughs> leaving their hometown. Uh, oh, to answer your question, I didn't see it until Monday at 4 p.m. Oof. Ooh, that yeah. is dicey. Too. And guess spoiled. when I saw my first spoiler? Monday at 2 p.m. Oh, no. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yep. Goddamn right oh, I did. That's infuriating. Yep. I knew that, uh, again, spoilers, shut this fucking thing off. I'm really going to start getting into it. Uh, Captain America, I knew that he lived, and I knew that Tony Stark... I saw, I watched Game of Thrones on Sunday night because everybody yeah. had left by then. And I was looking at the memes and at the be- at the very end it said, two Starks that had a great weekend and it was obviously Tony Stark yeah. and Arya Stark. You gotta be joking me. Yeah, come on. Also, uh, spoilers for Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, whoops. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was, uh, well, you're dumb. Because yeah. I saw it Saturday morning. Out of uh, boy. Yeah, like any true adult would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> After the Friday night crowd goes away. Exactly. Uh, but basically, let's talk about Hawkeye's dead family real quick. Yeah. Okay. So the film opens with Hawkeye and his, and, dead and his family. family. Whenever I saw that, though, like I knew immediately that they were all going to die. Like I knew not a single one would survive. Ugh. Uh, I was hopeful that somebody would live, but no, I knew it would be way more. Impactful. I knew they would all die. And like, he's just playing, uh, or he's teaching his daughter how to shoot because they're playing catch why his wife is making hot dogs. Uh, and then which he by the way around. make a better food. Yeah, you yeah. Know, how hot dogs you? are like the worst. Yeah. Make some brats. Make some yeah. hamburgers. Yeah. Why don't you just make a nice risotto? You deserve um, to die at that point if you're only so, cooking basic ass bar as hot dogs. He turns around 
uh, his daughter's gone and calls her name. Then he calls his wife's name and everyone's gone. I knew it was going to happen, but that's the first time that I could feel the waterworks start to creep in my eyes. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Quick question. And I want you to, like, as we go through the movie, I want you to explain it then. I don't want to know the moments, but how many times did you cry in this movie? Oh, film? I was going to say, I have literally, there will never be another movie I see with so many emotional beats throughout it. Yeah. And, like, it wasn't all just, like, tears of sadness. Like, there's no, like, tears of joy at one point either. Just yeah, because sure. it was just such an epic moment at a certain point. So, how many times? Honestly, probably like four times throughout the Okay, movie. so yeah. as we get to those moments when we're going yeah. through them, uh, and I've got one coming up really fucking quick. I want to I wanna go through yeah. two for me. Only two. Yeah, okay. But uh, I, I understand four, and I think that's yeah. even light. I think I'm a cold, heartless yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, soulless is what you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely, uh, sure. I, I do have a red beard, so sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, and then half a soul. We jump... Uh, over to the Avengers, basically. It was one of the, my favorite scenes of the movie, and Tony Stark playing paper football and teaching Nebula how to play yes. paper football. Absolutely loved it. Oh, I know. Yeah. We see Tony distraught in space, and he looks like amazing. Like, that was great acting, like, great yeah. special effects. Like, you think Tony's going to die, like, right there in space. I mean, you don't, because uh, you're a smart person who's seen movies, but... Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was convincing. And then you see he finally and I did ask myself, how the fuck is he getting I out know. of this? And Nebula too, just like the way she like props him up like in the chair, like when he slumped over, like it's like little moments like that that just show a lot of growth from her character from what she was from the first Guardians film. Absolutely. Uh but he gets saved by Captain Marvel, essentially. Uh she's this glowing light that's basically this warmth and sun that brings him back to Earth. Uh to the Avengers headquarters. And whenever he gets there, he's basically, he's broken. Like, not just, like, physically, but, like, emotionally broken as well, too, when he learns what happens. Yeah, he really is just destroyed over the, everything with the kids, yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. And over all of his friends. And learning that they lost. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he fucking yeah. knew they lost. Yeah. I mean, he at least got to see Pepper, and Pepper got to see him. Uh, but it was still, still just... A brutal moment to see like the heroes like you root for and the eternal future is an optimist just to see him being just uh, broken. Can I bring I've got like two or three gripes about this entire movie and this is kind of my first okay. where it kicks off everything Captain Marvel except for the very end with the whole Spider-Man thing which we'll get to later uh, is the worst <laughs> is the fucking dumbest it's the worst she's like hey why don't we go kill Thanos and then they go and they fucking chop his goddamn okay. head off in 10 minutes. That It takes I, 10 fucking minutes. I thought that was amazing. Like, they go, they're like, they finally get the power blip. They see Thanos, the farmer. Wait, 20 fucking minutes. Who's all just burned oh up and God. destroyed. They're all in there. Uh, and it and they kill him, which nobody would have seen coming. Or really, sorry, Thor kills him. Yeah. Thor chops sh- off his head. First, oh, first he chops off his hand. Yeah. Which had the gauntlet on it, yeah. Which was full of nothing. Yes, because Thanos destroyed the Infinity Stones, which is what almost killed him. He destroyed the yeah. Infinity Stones with the Infinity Stones, and he and Thanos doesn't resist or put up a fight or anything. Like he just nope. to him, this is inevitable. Like this, this was meant to happen. He accomplished what he was meant to do. He got a few days yeah. out of it, and he got he got about a month. Yeah. I want to say because it took him twenty days to get Tony yeah. Stark. So I'd say he got about a month of just. Peace. Yeah, and and when Thanos kills him, uh, it's or when Thor kills Thanos, it's just out of frustration and rage. Like it's not anything else. Uh, and we should say that the team was Captain America, Black Widow, Thor, Nebula, Nebula uh, Rocket as well. Yep, I believe uh, Ant Man. 
No, Ant-Man was not there. Uh, but uh, Banner was in, in the Hulkbuster armor still. Yes. Um, so it was, and what I loved about that is, and then Captain Marvel just fucking deuces for the rest yeah. of the goddamn movie. I, I was actually okay with that. Like, oh, I, was, I, I thought it was so stupid. I didn't. I didn't want her to be like a major part or like a Deus Ex Machina. Sure, but you're at the, the very first well, tenth of what? the first act, and then you show up for the very last tenth of the last act. I will say, so she only has stupid. one connection to Earth and humanity. Really, I mean, she has her memories, but really, it was Fury, and, and Fury's gone. Yeah, so. Uh, I did enjoy her and Thor's interactions with one another. I thought that was fun. Yeah, and um, I mean, I liked the, oh, let's just go kill him. Yeah. Like, that was yeah. cool. But then they found him, and they're just like, oh, yeah, we found this cool heat signature where, uh, that we found on Earth, and then there he is. Yeah. Like, there was no searching. There's no nothing. Like, I could have used, like, a, a little mini montage or something where we got to him See, over the course of an extra 10 minutes. I, Make the movie three hours and 10 minutes and give me... <laughs> Something. I like that we got all this, and then Thor's head cuts off, and they walk away in frustration. Then after like 20 minutes of the film, then the Avengers title card comes up. I thought that was an amazing moment. And then after that, I thought one of the bold movies, again, that we never saw coming, five years five years later, appears on the screen. I expected that. I really, uh, honestly, truly did expect time to pass. I didn't know how much time would Five by. years is a ridiculous amount of time. That's, that is a lot of time. And then... Uh, and one of the things that they're, I'm sure, going to get a lot of shit for if they haven't already, the rat. Uh, well, I'll, before we jump ahead a little bit, there's I want to call it this moment I like. Uh, Captain America was in a support group, people trying to deal with the loss of the snap and trying to move life Is on. Is it uh, Anthony or Joe? Uh, that was Joe Russo, I want to say. Yeah. But to me, the bigger, Joe Russo was a cameo in there talking and delivering speech, but also Jim Starlin was in the support group. And Jim Starlin is the creator of Thanos. Uh, so that was a nice cameo oh, as I well. Didn't even, I don't know yeah. what Jim Starlin looks like, so that's fantastic. Yeah, he was the older guy with the beard and the glasses that sat, was sitting opposite Russo. I um, immediately knew who, who it was the second you said he was in there. I like, <laughs> so I thought that was nice. what a comic book dum-dum looks like. Like, as much wow. as we have, like, Stan Lee cameos, yeah. I mean, the, the person that created, I mean, arguably the greatest Marvel villain uh, in the cinematic universe to date, um... So it's nice just to have that touch in there. Usually they get like name mentions, like going to like Starlin Street or whatever, but to actually have them in the film, I thought That's was really cool. great. I didn't even know. I didn't yeah. even know that. Uh, what do you think of uh, Joe but, in there? I thought he was good. Was I thought fine. his acting yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. I thought it was, it was really great. Good. Yeah. He was talking about how uh, it was the first time he'd been on a date, date. in a long, long yeah. time. And how him and his date both just cried. Like, yeah. just because, like, he's like, I made it to dessert and he made it to the. Uh, appetizer. Oh, that was nice too. Because like it showed like how impossible it would be to move on if just half the population of Earth just just disappeared. Was part of you hoping that Captain uh, America was just like a total homophobe and you could like kind of hate on him a little more? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, oh, stop talking. Um, <laughs> but we can go ahead and jump to the rat that saved the entire entire universe. Yeah, it really was a world saving. Uh, yeah, the rat. Uh, Scott Lang's van is in storage. The van, van was tied man of the wasp. Uh, storage locker room six one six. Oh, so here I'm. I'm jumping to the very end and the the biggest death of the whole movie. Real quick, that rat killed Iron Man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a rat just walks across a panel and shoots out Scott, uh, and that's how Scott gets escaped from the microverse. And actually, he gets the attention of Senior Chang. Uh, <laughs> Who I wish had some dialogue. I know, me too. I wish so yeah. bad that Kim Jong had some dialogue. But of course, movie. the Rooster Brothers were longtime directors and producers of Community. Yep. Uh, and so that is the second Community cameo in the Marvel Universe to date 
with a third one appearing later in this film too. Uh, Wait, really? Yeah, uh, Danny Pudi was in uh, Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, as a shield, maybe slash Hydra. Like yeah. Oh, I, I knew that. I knew yeah. That, that. Uh, so that was a nice moment to see King John, especially just wearing him just like as a security guard, wearing a ridiculous mustache too. <laughs> He's so just an yeah. insane fucking yeah. mustache. Let's talk but, about the first time I cried now. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of Ant-Man, and if this didn't melt your heart and make you cry, I'm yeah. not sure you're human. Because Scott doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Because no one will talk well, to he him. He wakes up five years later. He just knows something is wrong. In San Francisco. There's just trash heaps everywhere. Uh, and it just looks desolate. The whole town is just just destroyed looking, kind of. Yeah. In a way. It just looks messy. Yeah. Um, and he goes near the, the Golden Gate Bridge, and he sees just this massive... These all these massive pillars with all the names of all the deceased, uh, and he frantically he knows immediately what happened. Yeah, and he frantically starts looking for his daughter's name, and he comes upon his own name, and then he rushes to his house. He's like, I don't have time to look for this, and he goes and knocks on his daughter's house, and after a few minutes, like there she comes, and she instantly recognizes him. And yeah. It's, it takes him a moment Dad? because oh my god because he's lost five years and she's not a little girl. I feel it she, fucking now. Talking about I know it's oh it's my god brutal so, to lose five years of your daughter's life, especially to the way they built up the relationship between uh, Ant Man and Cassie. Uh, if it was like my really years. really close friends and I hadn't yeah. seen them for five years and I yeah. it was just but all of a sudden no oh. that too, but you didn't know like you had no idea that like, yeah, you lost like five years. Kid. Oh I know. my god, yeah, you didn't yeah. know how long it's been. Yeah. And the one person that he, that like Scott, like truly loved and like and cared for, uh, just uh, was his fucking daughter. Yeah. He knows, I feel like he knew that Hope and everybody else yeah. was dead. Otherwise, they would have come for him. But yeah, but and then of course, like we didn't see this, but you also imagine too that like Cassie was the one that had to give Scott like the full breakdown of what happened. Like, yeah, and, like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And tell her like how her life has been like since half the earth was lost. You can only imagine how excited he was to talk to her, but like how disappointed. And the thing that he says to her, which I absolutely love, he's like, "You're so big." Yeah. <laughs> uh. uh but then we get a jump into a great moment of Scott making his way to the Avengers headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> which they thought was a recording. Uh, <laughs> which well, actually we see Black Widow talking to Avengers spread out across the world, some of the surviving ones yep. across the universe. Really, this is how we find out about yeah. Ronan. Yeah. Um, and we see Okoye as well, uh, for the first time. Oh, and this is the part where Captain Marvel's like, hey, there's stuff happening yeah. in the universe, yeah. so Later I'll nerds. see you in the third yeah. act, and I'm gonna come fuck up a spaceship. Um. Bye. But, yeah. Uh, 20 minutes into the film, she's gone. We get to see the nice, like, relationship between Scott, not Scott, uh, between Captain America and Black Widow as he cheers her up as she's depressed. The original uh, Avengers. Yeah. Uh, but the best part is Scott just showing up. And uh, asking the recording, but no, it's really Ant Man, and he has this idea for a time heist. The mm-hmm. time heist is a perfect name for it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it, and I absolutely love the way that they describe what the time heist is going to be. How they talk about the rules of it. How they're like, well, in all the movies, it's like this, and they're like, yeah, those are fucking movies, you dumb dumb. Yeah. Like, that's not real. Uh, can I say? I'll say this right now. I want to say I thought Paul Rudd was the best part of this movie. His comedic timing and interaction with everyone was absolutely stellar. Uh, Paul Rudd yeah. was fantastic in this film. Uh, and now we kind of have... He's a, easily top three yeah. of my favorite in this movie. We have a getting the team back together moment. Uh, they go to... Let's get the band back together, guys. Yeah. Let's just do it. They go to Tony first. Catalina fucking wine mixer. Let's get the team together. <laughs> and Tony's got a kid named Morgan. <laughs> uh, 
and he rejects her plan because he thinks it won't work. He He's happy with his life on the lake as another farmer with Pepper and with his daughter. Uh, and so they go to the other genius they know, Bruce Banner, who is now the Hulk permanently, but he's also Banner's brain. He's, uh, he's butt-fucking Professor Hulk, Hulk man. Yeah. It's uh, great. It's so cool to see. Uh, any 90s Marvel fan is going to absolutely love this and cream their jeans. Oh, and I can't believe we haven't said this this word yet because in act two of this film, this is all it is. Fan service. Yeah, it's 100%. If you are a Marvel fan, a big Marvel fan, this movie pays you off in so many respects. If you've watched all 22 films, this movie is such a big payoff oh, for you constantly. Fan service, fan service, fan service. That's all I've heard in all these reviews is those two words, and it's absolutely correct. Uh, I will say there's great moments uh, as they're figuring out what happened, yada, yada, yada. But the best moments of this is whenever the kids come take a picture with the Hulk because they want a picture. And Hulk dabs uh, as well. <laughs> and then uh, Scott takes a picture. He's like, hey, do you, you guys want a picture with me? I'm Ant-Man. <laughs> and he's like, no. The one kid just says no. The other stare at him awkwardly. And he's like, he's like, no, take it. Oh, Banner's like, no, take a picture, take a picture. And he's like, no, they want a picture. And finally Scott's just like, take your goddamn phone. <laughs> like, I thought that was absolutely amazing. There's a lot of cursing in this film, and I'm fucking here for it. Uh, and then we get the other, another great getting the band back together moment. When they go visit Thor. Oh my god. This is the best thing that the Russo brothers did in the entire film. Is they made Thor fat. The whole movie. It was amazing. Not one moment yeah. is he skinny. Like Even later on like when he's about to fight Thanos. And like he gets both of his hammers and his axe. And he's like, ah, fuck you. I'm going to kill you, <laughs> motherfucker. And he's still just a fat piece of shit. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's uh, excellent. So yeah, he, he thought they were there to fix the cable. Uh, <laughs> that was great. He took this giant beer gut and empty beer balls oh around. My God. This is one of my favorite moments, the comedic um, moments yeah. of the whole film. You get Korg, you get yeah. Taika Waititi back. Yeah, Korg oh. and Meek. Yeah. Uh, they live there, drink beer, uh, <laughs> playing Fortnite. And eat pizza yeah. all And threaten time. people that threaten them on Fortnite. Oh, Noob Slayer 69. It, Noob Slayer 69. Noob Slayer 69. Yeah. He called me a dickhead again. Yeah. <laughs> I love too that Korg was wearing a, a pineapple button-up shirt, which was the same shirt that Taiko Itd wore yep. to Comic Con as well. Uh, and it, it was just—I don't know—just everything about that was perfect. I—I I wanted more Korg. I'm still waiting for my four-hour Korg film. Uh, it's the only way to top Endgame, really. Uh, but I, yeah, I just love that we go got a Korg here? moment. Everyone's wondering what Marvel Phase yeah. Four is. It's thirteen Korg movies, and Valkyrie was there in the village as well. She basically kind of de facto running the village since Thor was just yeah she was uh, drunk playing Fortnite, gaining weight. Uh, but well, why was why was Thor so sad? Do you think? Uh, uh, probably because of New Player Sixty Nine. Uh, uh, no, it's because if it wasn't for him, everybody would have lived. Trillions um, would have survived um, if he had only gone for the head. Which it harkens back to something that we didn't say when he chopped off Thor's or when he chopped off Thanos's head. He goes, "Went for the head this time, you stupid bitch." That's what he said. <laughs> uh, and uh, I mean, there's more bringing back emails like Black Widow goes to get Hawkeye, who's being super emo and killing people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's your version of emo. Yeah, like <laughs> I wish in my emo phase as a teenager, I just killed <laughs> dozens of Yakuza. That would have been way cooler than what I did. Could you imagine? There must have been like an emo resurgence like after <laughs> uh, the snap. Like so many albums asking about like, why wasn't I snapped? Yeah. Oh my God. Hot Topic stock must have soared with all the new t-shirt ideas that they would have come up with. Uh, but 
how long do you think it would be okay in that world to say I finally snapped? <laughs> uh, the next day. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but so we get they work out the science. Tony figures it all out. They all get back together. They get these very fancy suits that they all match because that makes great action figures. Oh no, you you miss one of the greatest parts with Ant Man, your boy. Uh, which part? Uh, I, I was going to bring up another part. When with he Ant-Man. fluctuates in age. Uh, yes. Uh, well, they screw Before they yeah. figure out uh, how to do how to uh, go through time, yeah. they move time through people to kid Ant Man to baby Ant Man to old man Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And um, he goes, I don't know which one of me pissed my pants. It might have been baby. It might have been old man. It might have been me. I love when War Machine and uh, Scott are arguing with Hulk about how time travel works and just listing all the movies. Uh, about time travel. Yeah. And Scott once again says Die Hard, even though he's already been corrected that it's not a time travel movie. <laughs> All right, um, let's start talking about this this goddamn time heist. Okay. So, like, when Matt mentioned fan service, like, this is where fan service comes in play 100%. Yeah, this is the second act of the movie, is this time Actually, heist sequence. Dang it, another great aim I don't want to skip it, but okay. They decide to go after the Six Infinity Stones when they were placed in an earlier time. Mm-hmm. They all tell the story of, like, we're located currently, but Thor basically oh, yes. recounts the, the Dark World. <laughs> Uh, first they tell Thor he looks like he's passed out uh, or dead uh, on a lounge chair uh, he's dressed like the Big Lebowski unintentionally yeah. uh, and he tells his story and they're all annoyed with the storytelling he's just rambling on talking about Jane Foster being his girlfriend an ex-girlfriend <laughs> and his mother and they're all annoyed just want to move on but Scott is enthralled with the story just a giant goofy grin on his face as, as he's talking I thought that was great um, so but okay they break up from the team they go get the stones uh, and that's basically the end of the movie. Yeah, and nothing yeah. else happens. Yeah. Nobody dies. Everyone so, lives. What was your favorite moment out of all the teams that broke up? What was your favorite moment of getting the stones? Because we got to see. Oh, that's a good question. I really enjoyed, and I know this is probably nobody's favorite one, but I, for some reason, I really, really enjoyed the Hulk. Uh, ancient one. The, the yes. time stone with the ancient yeah, one. Yeah, I agree. There's something. It's just, I think I didn't expect the ancient one to be back in any capacity and to have such a large role. And it wasn't just like a fight; like it was an actual discussion. Yeah, for like Hulk fight. was like, "I'm gonna beat the shit out of you and take this yeah. time stone." And then she pushed him out of his own yeah. body. Yeah, it was. There's something I don't know. And what, that's the only moment you see Mark Ruffalo, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Uh, aside from the beginning of the film, before the title card, uh, yeah, because he's he not a Hulk in the beginning when they go kill Thanos. Oh, he's the Hulk yeah. buster. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, but yeah, it's there's I don't know why. I think it's because Tilda Swinton's amazing, uh, as well too. It was just you see someone as powerful as the ancient one actually like doing work beforehand, fighting during the invasion of the Chitarian Loki too. Uh, I know this is skipping to the the last stone that they get, kind of, I think, but he convinces her by saying, you know, Stephen Strange gave us the time or yeah. gave Thanos the time stone in in our reality, and she was like, Wait, what? Yeah, that's what he gave her. it away. And he's like, she's like, that's, yeah. there must be a reason the time stone is yours. And we get to see like Thor and Rocket go get uh, their stone. We get to see his mom again, Freya. We get to see Jane Foster again. Sadly, no interaction between Well, them. we also get um, uh, Cap, Tony, and Ant-Man going to get uh, the, uh, the Scepter. The, the Tesseract. Yeah, the uh, Tesseract. And, and the Scepter, yeah. The Tesseract and the Scepter. Yeah. And Holy crap, this is the the three main characters getting a moment with a loved one. Yeah. And I think this really lays into the big one at the, at the end with, with Cap. But Thor gets to talk with his mom on the day that she dies. Yep. Which, holy crap. I know. If that didn't make a lot of people cry 
A lot of people aren't human. I'm not human. I didn't cry at that part. Neither did I. But oh man, did it did it hit me in the guts. Uh, Tony got to talk with his dad, who is deceased, uh, which should have made me cry because my dad passed away. And I'm gonna go see the movie again on Sunday. Yeah. And if I don't cry this time, I don't. And I'm not a human. Cap gets to see Peggy through a window, and I don't. I don't know why. There's something always like even now being a little jerked up. Just something about the Peggy and Cap like love line has always gotten me. I don't know what it is. And Cap. Like, is that the only is one my... that doesn't interact with his loved one, yeah. uh, and that to me was I know because he he knows it's for the mission. He has to stay on point for the mission above all else. Uh, Everybody else knows that they're like ah yeah. oh, whatever like fuck it yeah. like this is too powerful for me. But Cap is and we get the strongest of all of them emotionally. We see Cap still carries around a compass with Peggy's picture inside it as well too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Just, and on Peggy's desk yeah. is a picture of Cap. I know. Just something about that. They're listening five fucking me. feet away at yeah. this point. It's just... And what's really cool about that moment, too, on the base when they're in the 70s, uh, we get to see Howard Stark be taken away by Jarvis, uh, his butler, played by James Arcy, who also played Jarvis in the Peggy Carter TV show. So that's the, really the first gap we have between the Marvel TV shows and the first major gap between the Marvel TV shows. Cool. And Another cool part universe. is yeah. in the cinematic universe, Jarvis has never been a person. He's yeah. always been an AI for Tony. Yeah. And in the suits. Yeah. And he was only in the Peggy Carter TV show was, did, did, yep. has Jarvis made an appearance. So he was main character. it was, it was really yeah. nice to actually to put a, put a face there. Yeah. So it's, uh, and we got to, I mean, for just pure cool moments too, whenever they go to the first Avengers scene, there's that very tense moment in the elevator from Winter Soldier where they mirror that scene where Crossbow comes to pick up the Tesseract with the other secret Hydra agents as well. Cap oh, this writing. is so good. Everyone's yeah. like, is, oh, is there yeah. going to be another yeah. uh, fight in the elevator? Nope. Another fun moment, too, with like them freezing to let Hulk ride the elevator and Hulk just smashing his yeah. way down. Uh, but the big moment from this is uh, they screw up and Loki gets away with the Tesseract, which even though Loki is dead... I assume this is how Loki will be alive in the Loki television show. Yeah, that was my thought exactly. Yeah. Uh, but and we get to see Star Lord as well again, just dancing and singing. Oh my god, was that not the funniest yeah. part when he just got the shit knocked out? Yeah, of him? yeah. <laughs> War, War Machine was like, "So he's an idiot." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I that was pretty so great. Much. But uh, I mean, anyways, so they get all the stones. Uh, I'm, I'm jumping ahead because there's so much to tell in this movie. It's it was a great movie because it stayed with me. Like like I'm still thinking about it like days after I saw it as well. Yeah, it, it. My girlfriend has asked me several times over the last few days. Um, I saw it. I guess what two days, two and a half days ago. Yeah. Uh, every night she's like, "Are you okay? Is everything all right?" <laughs> and I'm just in my head thinking about this movie. I'm like I'm great. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm just thinking yeah. on this fucking movie. So. Uh, essentially, uh, thanks to, well, I didn't realize because Nebula is mechanical, they can see her through the past and yada, yada, yada. Thanos realizes what the Avengers are doing and brings his, his fleet to come stop the Avengers after they get the stones. Did you feel like in a kind of a grand sense, Infinity War is this story from the villain's point of view and Endgame is the same exact story from the hero's point yeah, of that, view? Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I really think it is. Uh, I know I yeah. came up with it. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's a poetic way to put it. But whenever, like, this is a devastating moment. Hulk gets their new gauntlet because uh, only Hulk, Hulk is only the strongest one really that can survive it without it killing him, and still damages him uh, unbelievably. Uh, I can believe it. But oh, we skipped a big part as well. 
did you okay let's go back to the soul stone Oh, oh shit! Yeah. yeah, we didn't even talk about. We no, didn't touch on the, the most important. Yeah, <laughs> stone. Moment. The one where somebody yeah. actually is okay. dead because so of it. Yeah. Clint and uh, Natasha go get the soul stone. They basically fight each other to, to see who dies to get it, and and Nat dies. Uh, Which good Hawkeye's yeah. got a family. Yeah, the, I was rooting for her to die during the scene. The, this choked me up though. Like, Did it? Yeah, like I didn't cry, but it choked me up, and just seeing like. Her bloodied head on the ground is too was intense. Uh, she is in the exact same position, and the blood is in the exact same form, form formation as Gamora. That's crazy. Which was yeah. my yeah. I, I watched Infinity War like yeah. it finished twenty minutes before I left to go see uh, Endgame. Yeah, so I had just watched this exact thing, which is kind of why I thought this. I yeah, was yeah. Like, this is a a remake Very in nice. a lot of ways. Yeah. But that moment specifically, like. The way she was positioned, everything was the same as Gamora. Yeah. And really, if you're falling off a cliff, your body's going to pop apart. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump back to where we were. So <laughs> Hulk snapped. Uh, he says he couldn't bring Natasha back as well because uh, they get to ask back. So she's like dead, dead. But they're wondering if it worked. Clint gets a call on his phone and it's his wife. But there's this moment of like Scott looking outside and seeing these birds and realizing that it happened. And then disaster trucks because the entire Avengers headquarters is destroyed by Thanos' ships. Act three. Yeah, and like I was like, oh crap! Like someone must have died here, but luckily they didn't. But this is all very intense. Like I was nervous for Rocket whenever Rocket was pinned down under the, oh, the debris. I know. That made me yeah. super sad. If yeah. Rocket had died, then I don't know like, how they make Rocket such an emotional character. Either. Yeah, like, I don't like Rocket very much, honestly. Like, like, like I don't. It's just something about it, like at the end of Guardians Two and Rocket cries. Like it got it got me. There's just something. Yeah. it's so and well Infinity done. Infinity War when he watches. Yeah. Uh, Groot died right in yeah, front of Yeah, I know. It's just a oh. tiny little little jerk face raccoon just tugs on my heartstrings for some reason. Yeah, I don't uh, get it. He's he's my least favorite guardian by a country mile, and he can <laughs> still do that to me. It doesn't make it's not fair. Uh, but we since with all the Avengers trapped, uh, not Hawkeye, Iron Man, Cap, and Thor get free. Uh, yeah. And they fight Thanos on the battlefield. Thanos is in full armor with an it awesome felt sword. Like this was a moment that needed to happen. I agree. The the three like DC has their Trinity and Wonder Woman, uh, Batman and Superman. This is the Avengers Trinity. I'm not gonna say the Marvel Trinity because I'd probably throw Spider Man over in there. But for Avengers Trinity, it's Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man. Yeah, especially um, the last twenty years. Yeah, seeing Thor get Mjolnir as well, and having uh, Oathbreaker and Mjolnir. Uh, was it Stormbreaker, Oathbreaker? Uh, Stormbreaker. Okay. Uh, I hand know more hand. about Marvel than you do. <laughs> hand in hand and seeing fat thor in his armor but get like the full viking beard and the braided hair the what? viking beard yeah. and the braided hair yeah. was fucking amazing yeah, it was such an awesome like little touch that, that they did but watching those three battle thanos was incredible uh but how about when cap picks up mjolnir uh yeah when is it iron man or thor that's just getting the shit ever loving yeah. shit beat out of him it's iron man yeah i think you're right and then out of nowhere mjolnir comes in and holy shit it goes right back yeah. to cap and i was in a room with only 50 people because i was yeah. in the director's suite because i'm rich <laughs> <laughs> uh everybody in that theater gasped it was yeah. amazing it, it was, was a great moment and it was hinted at in avengers age of ultron when cap lifted the hammer yep. a little bit as well uh but it was just and this goes to visually my favorite moment of the entire movie uh where you just see cap holding a broken shield in a wide shot uh, on Which the opposite is what side, Tony saw in yeah. uh, Ultron. Ultron. Yeah. Uh, and on the other side, you see Thanos' entire horde behind him. Like that shot was amazing. 
it was the most the, the man with the unbreakable will uh who was determined to hold his own Tolarian against the very hordes uh and then the moment where I got choked up inside of tears of joy comes in when all the spinning circles starting to happen and all the heroes from all from every Marvel film come out and start pouring through and Iron Man rescue and, and but has Rocket and War Machine and Hulk uh and you see Doctor Strange step out of the portal, you see Spider Man step out of the portal, you see Wasp, I mean you see everyone. You see Howard the Duck? Yes, you if see you Howard look the Duck. Yeah. Enough. Yeah, it's just it was and you see Wong, which that was the first appearance of Wong in the entire film too. Yeah, yeah you see uh Pepper Potts in yeah. her blue Iron Man yeah. suit that which Tony's is building uh, at the beginning of the film. Which is a reference to rescue because she was rescue in the comics as well too. Uh so like I got choked up just like out of tears like overwhelming joy. Like it was such an amazing moment. Yeah, at first I was I didn't I could not comprehend what was happening. Oh, but you failed to mention that before this, maybe it's right after this. I want to say it's before this though. Captain Marvel comes through out of fucking nowhere and just destroys a, a yeah, massive spaceship. Yeah, it was spaceship. after it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, when the forces are being decimated. Oh, uh, I know. Another fuck great Captain moment. Marvel is so dumb. No, I thought it was so <laughs> was stupid. Great. Uh, Let me we'll, come we'll in at the 11th hour and try and do cool stuff. Fuck you. Um, we got to see Spider-Man and Tony reunite, which is a really nice moment. Uh, we got to see Ant-Man and Wasp reunite. We got to see Groot come back with Rocket side by side. Seeing all these people reunite with one another, too, was just such a cool and nice moment. Yeah, you get uh, the Black Panther crew back together. Yeah. You see Hawkeye running through the field uh, with the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, and Black Panther smartly takes it away from him, <laughs> which I thought was a really clever moment. And then Spider-Man takes it from here. It's like, yes, at least give it to heroes that are agile and can move around. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, and a stub toe like won't take them out from the battlefield. <laughs> so uh, we haven't even mentioned America's ass. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just like too how Scott was defending it. Like I thought that was great. <laughs> that so I don't know. It's just uh, and so as. You can predict Thanos gets defeated, but only because uh, Tony rips the stones from his gauntlet. Uh, even though Thanos snaps, I thought it was a nice little moment when you see the snap, and then realize nothing happens, and then Tony gets the gauntlet and it's killing him, and he snaps and wipes, over, and wipes everyone, or wipes all Thanos' forces away, and Thanos himself. Yep, and one of the coolest moments, and you don't really necessarily realize it in the film because it's so good, and they spent so much money on it. And they did such a good job with it, but the CGI of Thanos, you forget that he's not. I know a jo- thing. Josh Brolin was so good at Thanos, like he he brought that character to what life. What about the team of fucking animators that made that seem like it was? And not only that, but at that moment when Tony snaps and his horde just fucking gets start yeah. starting to get wiped out, he just sits down and he is defeated. He doesn't say anything. I know. He doesn't I need that was to it. say anything. A beautiful woman for a villain. Yeah, it's just on his face, and it's just like. Oh, everything that yeah. I've worked for my whole life is fucking decimated. But he he seems to like accept it. Like he's like, this is this, yep. this is my fate. He one hundred percent. It is inevitable. Yeah. Uh, so, but after he says that he is inevitable, oh man, he goes, I am inevitable. And then yeah. Tony Stark says, yeah. I am Iron Man. Uh, he doesn't say it like that because that was really yeah. shitty. But he that honors back to the very first Marvel movie, which yeah. was Iron Man, where the film. Cuts to black right after Tony says, I'm Iron Man, and then credits. Uh, so I thought that was a beautiful, beautiful bookmark uh, to this era of the Marvel Universe. Uh, but then all the heroes surround Tony. Peter has his moment, and then Pepper has his moment. 
Actually, Pepper like shoves Peter away. She's like, but, like my last moment with my man. Pepper like tells him like it's okay. Like I'm right here. And like that moment got me too. And like that's where I would have just rolled credits right then. Whenever Tony dies and Pepper puts her and crying his head fucking yes, light goes, goes out. out and Pepper puts his head on his chest. Like I I, w- I would just ended it right there. Just fade the credits right there. Man, and then we have to experience uh, Tony Stark's funeral. Yes, which basically every major player in Marvel Universe uh, is at the funeral. We even see William Hurt uh, from the Incredible Hulk movies uh, and Civil War as well. Uh, we see Maria Hill. Uh, we saw it. the kid from Iron Man 3. I thought that was really nice that he was there too. Um, it was just... He was a big get for this movie. Yeah, but just seeing... He had a lot of stuff going on. And then on. we see Tony Stark's... like We see the arc reactor... Just floating out uh, to the lake in front of their house, uh, adorned in a wreath. Uh, and you get the the wonderful, beautiful moment with uh, Happy and Morgan, Tony's daughter, yeah. uh, when she says that she wants cheeseburgers. And he goes, you know, your dad loved cheeseburgers, which again is Iron Man right after he gets out of uh, captivity. Yeah. He goes, I just want a fucking cheeseburger. Again, yeah. pay off fan service I know. for days and days. And he goes... I'll, and you, he's kind of like choked up, but he's kind of like laughing. But he's like, I'll get you all the cheeseburgers that you want. And then uh, the shelter left told because they have to return the Infinity Stones. And oh. Captain America goes to return them, but he never comes back. Not as sad to me yeah. as the Tony thing. But then Bucky sees him uh, sitting by the lake and recognizes him, points him out to Falcon. Uh, that he's over there. And it's old man Tony. and Old man yeah. Steve. Old man Steve. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and he hands him his shield. He he, he decided to stay. And he hands him his shield because he realizes there's always be Captain America. And this is a nice reference to the comics where Falcon becomes Captain America in the comics as well, too. Uh, but then he reflects on his life. And this moment got me when it shows Cap in his military uniform dancing with Peggy in their home. In the life, in the life they lived together. Like that moment killed me. Just destroyed me. Uh I was fine with it. I was, I yeah. thought that Matt's heartless and cold. I thought that he deserved it. Like I yeah, felt, I was like, good. Yeah. Because he was the only one who didn't take a moment that the mission was more important, and now that the mission was successful, he well, wanted and he to was do always for him. a man lost in time, and he he finally got a way to to, to get that time back. Yeah. Um. So, but that basically wraps it up for Avengers Endgame. That it was actually not the last movie in Phase Three. Spider-Man Far From Home will be the very last Phase 3 movie. So, uh, it'll kind of be like an epilogue-type film, kind of like how Ant-Man was an epilogue um, to Phase 1 or Phase 2, I want to say. Yeah, so uh, let's talk about repercussions real quick. Uh, let's talk about how there's no post-credit scene either. For the first that was year. exactly what yeah. I was going to go with. No post-credit scene. However, there is the sound from Iron Man. Yeah, from him striking it, which I thought was a nice little tribute. Uh, um, I'm very curious because... At this point, now that we've lost uh, arguably two of the biggest people, and I, I've never been a Captain America fan. Yeah. I've never claimed to be. I've always been very anti-Captain America. He's too Boy Scout for me. You don't need to say Captain before it. I, I don't? No. Cap? No. America? There you go. You're, you've always been anti-America. Fuck you. I'm talking about America Ferrara. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't like her. Season two of Ugly Betty just really let him down. <laughs> Superstore is shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's just my thoughts on yeah. everything. But I didn't uh, I didn't really want Captain America in this movie. I didn't care about him. I thought that 
you know, he's going to die and that's going to be that. But now that he's gone, I'm like, okay, they've got time travel. They can make yeah. another movie and bring Cap back from time and maybe do the same thing with Tony. Like, yeah. go get him from an earlier timeline. But, yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think know. We suffered, I think, the deaths we get in this film. We lost Cap, essentially, even though he didn't do it. We lost Iron Man. Oh, we, we didn't lost- even talk about, Gam- uh, not Gamora, uh, Nebula's yeah. double. Yeah. Uh, we, she's we, dead G- Gamora's dead essentially there's past Gamora but it's not it's not Star Wars Gamora we lost Vision we, 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 and we lost Loki as well too uh, and R. they're R. all dead yeah. yeah they never came back yeah. uh, which makes Infinity War a lot heavier in a lot yeah. of ways yeah because there, there was a real cost to that film it really uh, was so it's uh, I don't know but so let's just say this what what things would you have liked to see in the film uh, give me more Captain Marvel throughout the whole fucking movie. For me, it would have been like stuff that I knew would be possible. Like I would have loved to see the the Netflix uh, defenders like on the final battlefield uh, somewhere. But that's a heart hopes. One thing I would have loved though is actually see Hulk rage out uh, and destroy some people. Like we still haven't got that big moment in the Marvel films where the Hulk just goes on a rampage and being the unstoppable force that he is. And you would think that Natasha's death would have spiraled him and sent him over. And had Banner lose control, but we never got that moment. That would have been great, especially in that final battle. Yeah. Like, maybe even just, like, him thinking about her. Like, show me a moment of that, and then just show him wigging out. But even with that, I mean, I'm going to rate this film. Like, I rate this a a 10 out of 10. I uh, need to see it again. Uh, I am going to, and this is the first time in the history of the henchmen of comics that I've done this. I'm not going to rate this movie. Yeah. Uh, Because there's no numbers high enough for you to rate it, I understand. Uh. I, in the middle of this movie, literally in the second act, I was like, I don't know if I like this right now. I know I love it right now, now that I'm done with it and I've reflected for a couple of days, but I'm going to see it again. And at the end of the year, you'll, you'll hear a piece from me about this movie. If this is not win best picture, then I have no faith in the Academy. <laughs> uh, like, let's just reflect for a bit. 1982, uh, Empire Strikes Back comes out. You know what wins best picture? Ordinary people, you know. The, the John Legend song? Yeah. You know, the, the film that's timeless and gets played on cable has made such a large cultural and social impact and forever changed cinema. There, This film was a cinematic achievement like nothing I've ever seen. Uh, and I don't think I'll ever see anything like this ever again. They got so many big people together. They got Natalie Portman back for this movie, who I thought was done with Marvel. They made Thor The Dark World relevant. Yeah. They got, which should never yeah. have happened. It's one of the <laughs> yeah. few of the MCU 22 that I don't own. They they got Sean Gunn back. How'd they do it? Uh, <laughs> but, and really, like, we, we know uh, there's going to be a Guardians 3. Uh, there's going to be Black Panther 2. But nothing has officially been put on the schedule yet except for Spider-Man Far From Home. So I'm excited to see where we go from here. Uh, July? How, July, I want to say. How Feige, yeah, July. Uh, maybe June, I don't know. Uh, how Feige wraps up or how Feige brings in a whole new major threat for the Avengers that can somehow rival Thanos. Yeah, it's definitely Maybe. not the last of the Avengers, but I really want to see what the uh, Avengers box game or box set's going to look like because I want Oh it. yeah, that'd be absolutely amazing. Yeah. But I don't have any final thoughts. Do you have any more final thoughts? Uh, oh yeah, of course I do. Uh, Thor and the Guardians together. Oh yeah, which is amazing. Oh, uh, my I can't God. wait for that. That moment yeah. uh, of... Thor and yeah. Peter Quill's back and forth. Yeah. So good. And it's such a good, great payoff from Infinity War yeah. 2. And Drax and Mantis encouraging them to get knives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, for me, I'm done. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, if he emails a henchman to comics, uh, as always, you can. Did you, you didn't give him a website to email them at us? No. Just, um, just whatever. Yeah, just email us. Yeah. We're not going to tell you where. Just do yeah. it, you dummies. Uh, go listen to our other episodes, and you can find out where to email us. But uh, go to Facebook, like, subscribe, Instagram, uh, Twitter. I'm just saying words at this point. Social media platforms, Vine. <laughs> uh, next week, we're going to be talking about – actually, we're going to have a midweek episode. We're going to be talking about uh, the April number ones that we didn't get a chance to get to yet. So look forward to that midweek. Uh, but for the Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. And I love you 3,000. Henshin ain't easy.